Our Heavenly Father, Lord, God, first of all, for this day, God, we have to give you praise once again for a beautiful day that you've blessed us with. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for God being the creator, Father, Lord God, of heavens and earth. And Father, when we look and see the, the flowers beginning to bloom and God and the leaves beginning to come forth from what looked appeared to be a, just a dead limb. God, we, we just in all of that, Father, Lord, and God, you created that and you caused that. And Father, we're so thankful, and we're thankful today, Father, Lord, to those that we have requested prayer for and been in prayer for, Lord, who have gone on serious health issue journeys, Father. God, they are here with us today, and God, we're so ever praising you for that as well. God, we also know, Lord, there are many, Lord, in our church family that are out. And these petitions, Lord, that, God, we have just said collectively, and those silent, Lord, we thank you. For we bring them all to you, Lord. And, God, we just give them to you. And help us, Lord God, to know, Lord, as we do that. Let us know, Lord God, that we have reached heaven. We have given them to you. And God, just help you, Lord God, to do what you need done to answer those. If it's in our legs, if it's in our voice, if whatever it might be, Lord God. God, let us also, Lord, hear that as well. Father, we call so often for you to answer prayer. And God, you do in so many ways. In some way, you answer prayer through us as well. So help us, Lord God, to be listening for that voice also father for the mothers that are here today and those that are not and god we thank you lord god for this special day in this year's calendar father in the lives of everyone father god we come to you today and god we just ask it every lord god today lord speak to each one here today each and of every one of us and and god we're so thankful today God, for ourselves, of having a godly mother, Lord God, who taught us and loved us and showed us and cared for us. Father, I pray all of these things in Jesus' name, and amen. Amen. Brother Nick and I just mentioned just a few moments ago this uh, year, Brother Nick and my mother, it's the first Mother's Day without them. So that's what I was doing. It's just, Lord, I'm turning my eyes on you. By the way, I was one of those kids that picked those pretty little yellow flowers. And guess what? Mom would put them in a pretty vase. Dad would be out mowing them the next day, and I, you know, I didn't know. But yeah, that brought back great memories, too. Now it's Brother Eugene. And we, sometimes you're here today, and you that are here today to celebrate with your mother, do it. If you will, just give her an extra hug today. A few months before my mother passed July 1st of last year, I was at the nursing home and she said, I want to go home. I want to go home. I knew. Matter of fact, June 19th, I can tell you where I was. The one time I went golfing last year, (laughs) I got a phone call. But you know what? I have had a godly mother and a godly father. We're here today to first and foremost honor God. That's why we're here, to give him praise, honor, and glory. 
But do you know that when God spoke to Moses and he gave him those Ten Commandments, do you know the one commandment with promise that he gave unto him? He said, Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land in which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So that's the first commandment with promises you give honor to your mother and your father. And today we are doing that. We're giving honor to our mothers today. And I totally know in today's society, not every mother had a mother or not every child had a mother like Sister Alma mentioned and I just mentioned and others have mentioned. But I do know this that... Um, Whatever your mother was to you, uh, you honor that God has seen fit to show you where you're at today. You know, we, we learn from our teachings. We also learn from mistakes, mistakes we make, mistakes others make. Don't pass on the mistakes. But we're here today to pay tribute, as I said, and all throughout Scripture, uh, not just the Old Testament, but the New Testament alike, we see that uh, where honor thy father and mother goes throughout the entire scriptures and how important that is because when you start to do that and when you're able to do that, uh, my friend, God is going to bless you in not only a way, but a special way. And as I said today, some who uh, mothers are with you, uh, some who mothers are at a distance, you can give them a call. Uh, some whose mothers um, weren't there, weren't present. But maybe you, and no doubt probably you have, you have kind of adopted a spiritual mother, if you will, uh, to be that person in your life to help you fill a void. But my friend, I want you to know something. Whatever it is today, we're here today. There are many types of mothers, I know. We can look in the Bible and see where there were many types of mother. One mother claimed uh, that this baby was her baby, while another mother claimed it was hers. And so what this wise man said he would do, well, I'll just take my sword and split him in two. One mother said, okay, we live in a world like that today, unfortunately, where mothers do not care. Just within the last 10 days in our own local news in the Springfield Dayton area, a mother is in prison, in jail now because she beat her child to death. Mothers are in prison because of the terrible things they do to their children. So there are all kinds of mothers today. But may I tell you, it's also the part of the duty of the church to teach mothers, as mothers teach the children, how to grow in fear and admonition of the Lord. And right over there is one that I might say today, Sarah and Jake uh, healed their, uh, their first baby. And I'm telling you what, I just love seeing them when they walk in through the church. They're both glowing. She's six months, Paisley Grace. It's six months, but she, they're glowing. And, and, and when you read their post and listen to them speak, you know how important God is in their life for that baby. 
And my friend, we ought to encourage young couples such as that, young mothers, young fathers. We ought to encourage them. We ought to teach them because I tell you what, I remember when our children were first born, we realized right away there was no instruction manual and there's a lot of things you just go by the, hey, let's try this, you know. But my friend here is we got a good people, source of people that will help you. But today I want to speak specifically though to mothers. Now it's just not a Mother's Day sermon, so men listen as well. Because it involves us all. It involves us all. But yeah, where would we be without a mother? You know? Where would we be? And if you are here today and you grew up with a mother, thank God. Because there are people today, and even more so today in the world in which we live in, are growing up with the absence of a mother. Even more so a father, but this is Mother's Day. But growing up without the absence of a mother, or maybe with a mother who is not, who is there, but isn't teaching them anything godly. So therefore, my friend, we need to take on, if you will, and help those children to know the way in which they should go. There are people here today that are fostering children because their mothers or their fathers discarded or something's happened where they had to be removed. And we thank God for people like that as well. But I want to speak to you just a few minutes today and you pray that uh, God just uses every word to reach every heart that's here today. Because it's not me. It's all about him. There was a, a woman in the book of St. Luke I'm going to read. And I don't know that I've read or used this passage of scripture in, in the many years that I've stood before you on Mother's Day. But it seems to as I was reading and praying and studying that it seemed like more and more so in every day. Luke 7, if I didn't say that, I don't know. Uh, more and more so there are mothers today that are feeling out of control. There are mothers today that are feeling like I just can't seem to cope anymore. Or mothers today that everything, all the circumstances of life have put them in an overwhelming position and you feel like there is nothing you can do. I want to share with you today in just a moment or two about a passage of scripture that's going to show you about a mother who is far beyond and I don't know your situation, but I want to tell you by reading what I'm going to, far beyond your situation and feeling out of control, but don't ever feel out of hope, okay? You might think that things are out of control in your life and, and you might think that, oh, if only my children would do this or do that. And, and, but I want to tell you today, uh, my friend, never give up. Never give up. Never give up. If you always trust in the Lord, my friend, he will see you through. But in the book of uh, St. Luke today, Start reading about the 11th verse. There's a passage just before this uh, that goes right along, but I want to specifically speak to this uh, passage here as we read. In, in Luke chapter 7, verse 11. And as I, once again, let me thank all of you that are here today visiting. We're glad you're here. 
And, and may I also say, I, I'm now beginning to get um, messages through Facebook and through my emails of people that are listening to us through our website uh, in, in many different states now, four or five states, and even around the area here. But I thank God for those that will have an opportunity to come to grace that way as well. But in uh, Luke chapter 7, verse 11, it says, And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city, he meaning Jesus, went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him and much people. And when they came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out and the only son, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and he said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the bier, or the coffin. He came and touched that, and he said, they be- And they that bear him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him unto his mother. And there came fear over all the land, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God hath visited his people. I want to stop a reading right there, one more verse, but I don't need to read that one today for our lesson. Uh, but as we look at this, as I said, uh, you picture as what you read here, what you're picturing today or you're reading, uh, uh, Jesus is coming into the city of Nain and his disciples. And as Jesus walks down that narrow road into the city of Nain, he sees a great crowd coming forward toward him. And in the midst of this great crowd uh, is some men, we would call them casket carriers or pallbearers today. They were carrying the casket of this young boy, of this widow woman. And the important that is, and she had no other family. Why is that important in that day and time? Uh, my friend, when uh, your husband died, you went to your family or his family, and you relied on them and your children. And my friend, your children are there to help you in your older age. And may I tell you children here today that you are there, my friend, to, as they have given you life and have helped you, don't forget in your older age there will come a time when they will need you even more than you think you have time for. But give them the time anyway. It will bless your heart to do it. And God will bless you as well for doing it. But they were coming here and this widow woman here who had no other family so therefore uh, she would probably revert back to begging for her daily meal. She would have no other way of sustenance. And, and so therefore, uh, she was hopeless beyond what we would think is hopeless. And that's why I say, if you have children today that you think is out there so far uh, that you prayed and you prayed and you prayed and there is still nothing happening, there is still no movement, don't ever give up. When Jesus comes on a scene, things are going to happen. And things always happen when Jesus comes. As a matter of fact, by the way, just side note, you can look in the scripture a couple of other places where uh, Jesus came to where someone was dead. Nobody ever stayed dead. 
Jesus brings life. I come that they might have life. And listen here, he wants you and I to come alive too. Listen here, this scripture so easily can be used for a person who needs to know Christ as their Savior. That's why I said this message would be for all. And you're dead just like that person that's in the casket there. And you're being escorted through life by every what means of measure there might be. But one day, you're going to meet Jesus. One day, you're going to come face to face with Jesus. And I want to tell you something. You'll come face to face with him and acknowledge him and ask him to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Or you're going to come face to face with him and he's going to say, sorry, I never knew you. Because you're going to come to him and it doesn't matter how good of a life you lived. If you lived it without accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior, hell will be your eternal home. So, like I say, that could be part, that's part of what this analogy is as well. But Jesus is looking and he's seeing the mother and he's seeing her son, her only son. And listen here, the Bible says that there was a lot of people that gathered around them. May I tell you today, mothers and fathers as well, because your heart will ache. If you have children that are out there and maybe not where they need to be in their life, living for the Lord or living like they need to live, and maybe they're into things that they should not be into, and maybe they're doing things things they should not be doing. Uh, maybe they're good people, but they're just rejecting any aspect of giving God any part of their life. And for that, you have a broken and contrite spirit. But I want to tell you something here today. Uh, don't give up on what God can do. And people might say, well, listen here, I'm praying and I'm praying, but nothing's ever happened yet. I believe that God is able, but I haven't seen it. That means you're not believing. To him, all things are possible. To him that believes, don't ever give up on God. Because Jesus Christ was walking through and he came through on this place here. And listen to what he said. As all the people gathered around, there were much people of the city was with her. Listen here, mothers, and there are going to be times. I remember when our children were young and growing up, we felt kind of overwhelmed. But you know what? It seemed like mom or dad was always there to say, hey, you want us to take the girls while you guys can have a night on yourselves? Or maybe someone from the church came and said, we'd like to take the... God knows exactly what you need. But listen, you also got to be willing to accept that when people come to ask of the people around here and may I tell you look around in your church congregation today you're not alone uh, you can hold up your emotions and you can hold up all your trials and you can hold up your hurts within yourself but there are people beside you in front of you all around you that will love you and care for you and do that but they will be there to help you my friends we don't always have to bear that burden alone we don't always, as a matter of fact, what so often what gets us into trouble is the thinking what we do. I know I'm preaching to the choir and sometimes even to the mirror. It hits me as well. But I want to tell you something here today. But if you'll just simply listen, this lady thought that there was nothing else that could be done. But she had to look around her and see that other people were there for her and caring for her if she would reach out to them. Listen here, your children, I don't care if they're 5, 15, or 50. Listen in here they're always going to be your children you will always care for them and if you will you'll always worry for them I know we shouldn't worry the Bible teaches us not to but tell me a mother that's never worried over their children and I'll tell you a mother that 
I just don't want to tell you what I tell your mother about there because I don't believe that's true. Oh, listen here, we all have concern. But listen here, that's what they were gathered and they gathered around them. And you know what? Oh, they were there for her. And then when Jesus came and he saw what was taken, listen, Jesus saw her and said, and when the Lord saw her, may I tell you, whatever your situation is with your children, whatever it is you're going through. Maybe you're a mother of young children and sometimes you just feel overwhelmed. I don't know how many years back, probably 15, close to 20, but I still remember the lady that went out here by the old international harvester and carried her four children out there to the river and drowned every single one of her four children because she felt overwhelmed is what she said. That planted in my mind for some reason and it's still there to this day. I, why do people do that? Listen here, Jesus sees your circumstances, sees you and that's why we say come to Jesus today. Realize he's there. Realize there are people around you today that are there to support you in every way they possibly can but listen when they can do as much as they can do and just being there guess what Jesus came along and when Jesus came along he saw her and he had compassion upon her listen why did he see her and have compassion he knew everything there was to know about her he knew about her husband his name the Bible doesn't say it he knew about why he died the Bible doesn't say it You know why? Because he knows it all. He knows it all. He knows about her son. Some of you here today are like this mother who had a son also that had died. And in that point in time, you feel there's a hole in your heart that maybe that hole in your heart will never heal. But I want to tell you something. I don't know to tell you I know how you feel because I don't. But I can tell you this. I know of a God who watched his son die on a cross, and he's been there. He's there not to get you out, but to take you through. And David even said, yea, though I walk through this valley that I have to go through, that brings me even close to the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. By the way, leave that up. I want to read our declaration. I didn't forget it. Well, I sort of did. I'm just excited about the message. But Jesus saw her, and guess what he said to her? (laughs) Weep not. (laughs) Whatever you're going through, mothers, and like I said, you know, at the age of three, my my grandchildren were over at the house the other night. (laughs) Declan was coming out with this and that and this and that and just one thing right after another, and I, I just didn't know where he was getting it all, you know. I remember when our children were little, right at Christmas time, we didn't even bother decorating the Christmas tree about three feet down. <laughs> we didn't even bother doing it. You know why? They'd be found all over the house. We used to have things on the coffee table. Guess what? We even got rid of the coffee table. Why? Because two to three to four to five, six in there, man, they're everywhere, aren't they? And they're constantly drawing from you. They're constantly needing your attention. Well, guess what? I don't know what happens. Ten years later, they think they figured it out. Ten years later, my friend, those children that you loved and laughed when they did all of this, and now you're wanting to pull your hair out, no doubt. Don't give up. Don't give up. 
My friend, if there's ever a time that you need to continue teaching to him what the Word of God says, is during this time. Why? The world is wanting to teach him so many things that aren't a part of God's plan, that aren't a part of your plans. But guess what? They're going to be taught. May they teach, be taught that from you and get that settled enough to where they can reject that that the world gives them, right? Now they may have grown and now supplied you with grandchildren. And they may be up in years as you're well up in years. But guess what? You still care for them. Let an illness come across your son or your daughter, right? Elderly mothers. And you care for them. You, you begin to have that mother's worry once again. Bring it to Jesus. He already knows. He already knows. And that's what I want to tell you today. When you bring it to Jesus... He says, weep not. Today we'd say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Jesus is saying, it's going to be okay. However it is, it's going to be okay. I know the people right here in our congregation today that have adult children that are going through a great physical trial, that are going through a great financial trial, that are going through great problems in this world kind of trials. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So when he said that, he stopped that. I, I just got to put this in my mind. He goes and he sees her and he goes over and, hey, it's going to be okay. Weep not. Can you imagine him then walking up to the men? They would put the casket at that time and they still do. They would put the casket up on their shoulders and they would carry it through the center of the city. And there were people, when they see that, it was almost obligatory for them to start mourning. Okay, people would gather and they would mourn for that. And and if you were wealthy, guess what? You even would pay mourners. Yeah, you'd pay mourners. But anyway, it was a big procession as they walked down Main Street of whatever city it was. Jesus, can you just see this now? Picture that. Picture the crowd. Picture the casket being carried down Main Street. Got it in your mind? Picture Jesus looking over and seeing the woman just distraught with tears. He says, hey, it's going to be okay. See, she didn't know what was going to take place. He already does. And that's a problem with so many people today. We don't know what's going to happen. Jesus already does. Trust Jesus. Trust Jesus. What did he do? When I put his hand on that casket. <laughs> Arise. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. A young man rose up. Come down out of that casket. See, when you think that all powers failed and you don't know what else to do and you give up because you don't have any other resource. If you've got Jesus, you've got the best resource. Never give up, never give up, never give up. We'll close here just a moment. But what took place after that? After he set up and began to speak, the Bible says. Of course, he delivered him to his mother and it said, Then there came a fear upon all. Now that was a, a reverent fear. They were just amazed, if you will. And here's what happened. And they glorified God. They glorified God. So may I tell you today, 
You're here today and maybe your child is wayward regardless of what the age they are. Start now. Start giving God the glory now for what he's about to do that you can't see taking place. If you start giving God the glory of it now, start praising him now, my friend, God's going to hear your praises. God's going to hear that. And I'm going to tell you something. God will show you what miracles he can do in even your lives. Don't ever give up on your children. Don't ever think you've done all you can do. This lady thought she had done all she could do. But Jesus Christ said, I just want to show you what I can do. I want to show you what I can do. Listen today. Your children today, if they're good children, parents, mothers and fathers, if they're good children, don't just let it go that they're good children. You remind them as much as you can daily that they're a good child. Don't remind them that you're a good child because I did this for you and I did that for you and I remind them that they're a good child. And you know what they need to hear? Three simple words. I love you. I love you. My mother... My mother never failed to tell me whenever I leave Oakwood, that would be her last words. I love you, son. I love you, son. Not a single time. When I speak with my girls, whether it be by phone or they leave the house, ask them what I say. I love you. Now they know that. But I want it to be seated in. You'd never know when that last time will be. Not only for that reason, but mothers, if you remind your children that you love them, guess what? They're going to realize if they're doing wrong, I'm breaking my mama's heart. I'm breaking my mama's heart. I can't do that no longer. What about you today? I come to a close, just another minute. Maybe you're here today and that, okay, I'll come. Maybe you came begrudgingly, not really wanting to, (laughs) but maybe in somewhat I described you today. Maybe I described you today and you're only here because it's Mother's Day. But Jesus wants you to hear the words too. Listen, you're a dead person walking today, if you will. You're that person that's in that coffin. And unless you get the touch of Jesus upon your life, unless you feel the power of God speak to you and tell you arise to a new life, You split hell wide open. You will die in your sins. So maybe the reason why you're here is you thought it was because of Mother's Day. (laughs) God says, I'll use what I need to use to get you here. I've heard of many a funeral were used to get people here. But God's got you here. Now God is speaking to your heart. Now it's not so much about mother, but it's about you and your relationship with God. Maybe you're that person that's here today that I spoke that you've wandered. You've wandered and you're 
not a better person around. But yet you've left God out of your walk. You've left God out of your talk, out of your life. And you think that everything's fine. Just like that. Just like that. May I tell you today, that that's already beginning to speak in you is called the Holy Spirit that's drawing. And that drawing that's taking place right now needs to be paid attention to. Whatever your need is. Maybe you're here today and you're one of those mothers that hasn't been too good of a mother. Never too late to start over being a better mother. All right? Maybe that's you. Whatever your need is, we're going to stand right now. I feel like doing this before we dismiss. If you're here today and your mother's not living, not with you anymore, will you lift up your hand? Look at all those mothers that are no longer with us. Thank you. If you're here today and your mother is with you, is living today, will you lift up your hands? Look at that. My friend, love your mother before you raise the other hand. My past is past. My future is bright. God's promises are true and his word is sure. With God as my helper, I will be all he wants me to be, do all he wants me to do, receive all he wants me to receive, and I will give God the glory he deserves. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Let us bow our heads. Brother Brad, will you dismiss us today in prayer?